for who, in what context and why. The Monday Morning Commute episodes exist not to provide answers, but stimulate thought, pique interest, inspire curiosity and drive self-reflection. We explore a theoretical concept, heuristic or auto-ethnographic approach in a short, digestible format, one that fits nicely into a daily commute. Self-determination theory, competence. Today, we explore the competency pillar of self-determination theory developed by Decky and Ryan, following on from last Monday morning's commute where we looked at autonomy. When we think about strength and conditioning, what's the first word or phrase that springs to mind when I say the word competency? For many, it will be physical literacy or physical competency. A concept that is one of the central tenets in a quality physical education framework. According to Whitehead 2013, physical literacy can be described as a disposition to capitalise on the human embodied capability wherein the individual has the motivation, confidence, physical competence, knowledge and understanding to value and take responsibility for maintaining purposeful physical pursuits or activities throughout their life. For many practitioners, building a physical competency or an athletic base looks like lifting heavy things, lifting relatively heavy things quickly and moving relatively light things, i.e. you, fast. Dudley, in 2015, presents the core elements of physical literacy as movement competencies, rules, tactics and strategies of movement, motivation and behavioural skills of movement, personal and social attributes of movement. Each core element represents a loose progression from simple to complex that includes physical, cognitive and effective learning domains. However, when we think about physical literacy, we are often talking about youth athletes and what a physical education curriculum looks like. What learning outcomes are there in community sport? Youth athletes do not progress in a strictly linear fashion as much as we as practitioners would like them to. Because of this, the focus should be on the relationship between the physical and psychosocial elements. What these elements provide is scaffold learning for planning, delivery and review purposes and creating the individualisation that physical, mental and emotional maturation require. In 2009, Kean Peters used a Russian doll metaphor to unpack the relationships that exist among models of instruction in physical education. Using Dudley's model, 
the four elements are entwined together in a reasoned compendium. They do not exist as separate resources to sit on a teacher's desk or be selected according to a particular focus the teacher believes should be taken. They are deliberately described as supporting each other and designed to be implemented in a sequence that weaves a meaningful context within which curriculum, core and extracurricular content and school environment become means to the student's ends in demonstrating their physical literacy. To use the key and Peter's analogy, the relationship among these concepts can be perceived metaphorically as a Russian doll, each one sitting inside the other. They nest together to constantly cascading elements of purpose and meaning for students that, in practical terms, form a unified whole. Most important, however, this nesting begins not with the smallest doll, the movement competency that most practitioners will focus on, but with the largest doll, the personal and social context which underpins the deeper and more purposeful interests of each student. Physical literacy is a complex phenomenon, making the development and design of any assessment framework difficult. Unfortunately, education is founded upon assessment rubrics. This is something that I'm currently exploring within my role as Head of Athletic Development at an independent school. The two aspects of competency we are looking to develop are the use of a martial arts style grading criteria to move from the simple to complex in both physical and psychosocial elements. Secondly, looking to implement a movement-based curriculum rather than a sporting one for younger age groups, years 5 to 8. The hallmark of physically literate individuals is that they foster a love of physical learning. They seek physical challenges, they value physical effort and they persist in the face of obstacles. What does physical literacy look like for you? How do you go about developing competency in athletes? What benchmarks are you using to determine if someone is competent?